This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to And thank you for joining me for this episode of Man in a Room. How is it going? The afterglow of Christmas is there and it's like, yay, still feel Christmassy. But at the same time, I'm looking to the future. The future's just begun. And it's like, yeah, the optimism of a new year and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I don't know if I'm alone on this, but I get sad when I have to change my calendar. Like I'm used to a certain calendar and it's like, oh, I've got to change the calendar now. And so is it going to fulfill the purposes that I want? Like, is I have got space to write on it if I need to? Are the pictures going to be pleasing to the eye? And all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, man. And it's really horrible for me this year specifically because the, the calendar I'm getting rid of is actually a 16-month calendar. What about that? 16 months. So basically, I went to this music festival uh, last year. And it was a lot of fun. My first time I went to a music festival. And uh, it was just just a, a great moment of my life and uh they did this thing where if you basically recycled all your crap from the weekend like your cardboard your plastic if you sort of if you sorted all that out like your bags of rubbish uh you'll get a goodie bag uh including merchandise which you can't get unless you do this unless you recycle which is quite good and what they gave me was this calendar now the thing is this festival is in august so what it did was it was like it did September, October, November, December of that year, and then all of this year. So, you know, you're not sort of stuck halfway. And, uh, yeah, it's really sad because it's like the last little bit of the calendar. It's like, oh, love that calendar. And um, it's weird when you actually think about it that they actually only make calendars in a certain amount of, you know, a certain, a certain amount of uh, months because like, it makes sense. Like, pretty much, you can buy calendars that run January to December, but why aren't there calendars that run like June to whatever that I don't understand that there's no there's literally no reason that doesn't exist like a heart like a six-month calendar you know in fact I'm gonna put it forward on Dragon's Den the six-month calendar or the 18-month calendar the 24-month calendar could you imagine that it would be ridiculous it'd be an absolutely ridiculous thing to do because it would like well for five quid you'd have to buy a calendar for the next two years but um, you know, there, there may be a business model in there, but I don't think I can actually find that many photographs of interesting things. Cause, you know, because I, the thing is with calendars is that you you look at them, but when you first get them, it's, oh look at that picture. Oh, you check your birth month. Oh yeah. Oh look at June. Oh that's my that's the that's the picture for my for my uh for my month of my birth. And then it's like okay, and everyone's like oh you, what what's your what's your month? Oh yeah, this is the April. There's yours there. Look at that. July, there's yours. That's your. That's that. That that that, that sums you up, doesn't it? Yeah, July. That's that that month. That picture there sums you up. That's perfect. September. Oh, oh well. You know, it's not your. It's not your fault. You're born in September, but never mind. And uh, yeah, so um, I just uh, it's just a bit of a sad sort of time to get out with the old, in with the new, and all that kind of thing. But it's not really out with the old, in with the new. It's just out with the old. And something that might not quite hit the mark, um, because you know, I, th- I did actually right. So this the festival this year was cancelled. I was like, oh man, I haven't got a calendar for this month, 
uh, for this uh, for this year. They're the eighteen or oh, so the sixteen month calendar. So I was like, ah, oh, bugger. But they did this uh, crowdfunding thing, so you actually bought one, and it was it's not the same. It's not the same. So oh, here's some pictures of the of the year that I was there. It's like, oh, okay. And the ones that I weren't there this year because it didn't exist. What a year it's been. I'm not going to go into that right now because uh, we want to sort of keep this light and fluffy. Fluffy and light. Uh, floaty and light, if you if you wish. Like that advert for a, some sort of thing I can't remember. Um, what was that advert? Uh, floaty light. Milky Way, I believe. Um, the Milky Way, the uh, most underrated chocolate bar, I believe. Often overlooked for the Mars bar. And the Snickers, which I don't agree with, because Snickers are disgusting, because they have peanuts in them, and it's not because I'm allergic to peanuts, I just don't like the flavour. Peanuts taste disgusting, and I also want to go on record to say that anyone who has peanut breath, ugh, don't talk to me, because you've got peanut breath. There's nothing redeeming about peanuts, yeah? At all. People just stop eating them, and just forget about them. I know people all lose their jobs, and all that kind of thing, but I don't want to be smelling peanut breath. I'm sorry. Do you know, for the, you know, most of my life, my nan thought I was allergic to peanuts. Or no, she thought I was allergic to nuts, sorry. And it's not. I just don't have the flavour. Um, and uh, yeah, so she spent most of her life scraping nuts off things for no reason, it turns out. Um, so yeah, that was awkward when she found out. But there we are. Um, these things uh, are set to try us, and they do. Anyway... Um, so as you may be aware, this seems like a longer episode. That's because I'm indulging myself with adding some music into the show, if that's okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, I, I like this song. I actually listened to this. It's, uh, by a guy called Vincent Augustus and it's called 20 Minutes. And I like it because it just sounds all sort of like, you can hear the tape and all that kind of stuff. You can hear it's how it's homemade. You just, you know, it's just a nice little thing. But I will say this though. Um, it does have some swearing in it, but that's okay. Overlook that, and it's a you know perfectly upstanding song. Um, so yeah, uh, details for this song can be found on the Man in a Room website and also the show notes. So here is that song I just said. Uh, I just got that drip drop uh, Bitches got me 
me six, 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 God. Mask on, fuck it, slip up. I am the only cubic, you ain't Hitchcock. With a miss up, switch off. Do a flip flop sitcom. Don't dance till I'm blacked out. While in the bathroom, talking that shit. 20 minutes till I hate myself. Killing myself, won't fuck sometimes. I can do a little more. Giving mercy, still can't germinate. All I see is heaven and hell. I make myself. Don't like being myself sometimes. Can you give me your soul? Don't dance till I'm blacked out. While in the bathroom, talking that shit. 20 minutes till I hate myself. Time for Taro and Tea. It's a beverage and divinity. Ooh. So uh, it is now time for Taro and Tea, where I'm going to just shuffle these cards real quick and uh, tell you what today's tea is. It actually got sent this through the post by a company called Blow In Teas, which I appreciate them reaching out and all that kind of stuff, and uh, hopefully a potential partnership in the future because um, they seem very interested in, uh, you know, my. Uh, expertise on tea drinking as you know it's very flattering um and this tea is actually uh raspberry and uh, blueberry so let's have a, give a quick old quick old try some blow in tea here we go oh hello you can definitely taste the uh mm. that is it's hard to explain how they just taste perfectly like raspberries and blueberries. It's actually just like crazy. It's like literally someone has just got a bunch of raspberries and some blueberries, got it in their in their hands, squished it into a cup, put some hot water with it, and it's exactly what it tastes like. Anyway, um, so I'm going to cut the tarot cards. So the way this is going to work is I'm going to uh, draw three cards past, present, future, the past being like, oh, that sounds like me or somebody else that I know, then the uh, present is going to be like, hmm, more clarity of what, maybe what that thing in the past was doing to me now. And the future, which is the future, baby, hasn't happened yet, so it can be changed if it's bad or good, you know, whatever. So the first card is uh, the uh, Two of Pentacles, and it is, a, oh, I can see this jolly man with a funny hat, and funny clothing. He looks at orange. He's in front of the sea. I can see this the sea because um, you know there's uh, some ships on it. And uh, yeah, so you know if if your past you were a sea clown or some sort of jester, you know a, a jester, a, a navy jester. If you know any navy gestures, navy gestures, jesters. Oh my goodness, navy jesters. This might be for them. Ooh, it's exciting stuff. Um. And then we've got the uh, the Ten of Cups. And I see here um, there's a family celebrating under a rainbow uh, with cups above it. Uh, the, the, there are cups in the rainbow. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty happy time. So, you know, if in the past you were a Navy jester and you've now sort of you feel happy under the rainbow and, uh, you know, you've got two kids there dancing as well, skipping like Mary and all that kind of stuff, 
Um, you know, so it's not going too bad. And then uh, we got here the Ace of Cups. This is, the, this is for the future. I see a cup that is overrunneth. There's uh, a, a hand coming down from some clouds. And there is a what appears to be some sort of dove or bird. Uh, was above the, the cup. Um, is putting like a token in it. Not unlike the ones from Funhouse when they did the go-kart. And um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, don't get you know don't get too carried away you know it's it's good to in unison have a a hand you know being ace but don't let it overflow don't let the the cup overflow okay so just make sure so if you were a navy jester and things are going okay with your family all that kind of stuff just make sure you turn taps off because you don't want to flood and all that kind of stuff anyway this has been tarot and tea it's a beverage and divinity ah Anyway, I'll be back on this very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. Right, so the other day, I had to deal with something I've not had to deal with before, and it was horrible. So basically what happened was, I really fancied having some mashed potatoes, now, the thing is, as a grown-up, it's like you have to decide what you want to eat for your tea each night. And it's like, okay, so what do I have? You have to keep it varied and all that kind of stuff. So I have, like, potatoes around in case I fancy baked potatoes, mashed potatoes, chips, another different kinds of, well, whole potatoes. You know, the list can go on. And um, unfortunately, sometimes they sit there for a while because I don't fancy them that often, especially mashed potatoes. It's just, it's just a pain and all that kind of stuff. So I finally fancied having it, so I opened the cupboard door underneath my sink because I was told by a government leaflet to keep potatoes in a dark place and thought, where's the darkest place apart from my soul? Underneath the sink. So anyway, um, I grabbed my, I opened the door for the potatoes. Like, what is that smell? That does not smell good. That That's not a good smell. You know, it's I'm used to there being a certain amount of earthy smell. They're potatoes. They're from the earth. So that's not a normal earthy smell that I'm used to from this cupboard. What's that about? So I was like, right, so I had to investigate. I was like, yep, there's liquid dripping from this bag. Looks like we got here a rotten potato. And you know the famous, uh, obviously the famous story, or the famous proverb, uh, a potato that's gone wrong will spoil the bag. So it's like, great, so I've now got a waste of these potatoes. Well, no, I'm going to rescue. I'm not made of money. I'm going to rescue what I can just to make sure that I'm not wasteful. So I got, I managed to get there. I've got some rubber gloves on. I'm not insane. So I managed to find the offending potato. And oh, my goodness, it stunk to high heaven. It's more like actual feces. So I got rid of that in the bin. I was like, uh, going to be sick. I wasn't, luckily. Started sorting through the other potatoes. Found another one. Literally was like, my thumb went straight through. I was like, oh, my goodness. So then it's like this weird sort of raw potato, but it's like mashed potato. It, it also stunk. So uh, anyway, so I got rid of all that, cleaned it all out. It was like all sorted out, lovely. And uh, so then I washed the remaining ones in case there's any sort of spores because, you know, mold spores, you don't want them sort of hanging around on stuff, you know. Got to think about hygiene. Yeah. So um, did all that and uh, yeah, had my, my mashed potatoes. It was all right. But then I thought to myself, hey, I might be eating rotten potatoes. What have I done? I didn't die, so don't worry. Um, something similar also happened to me before. Because um, I, I like my fruit and my veg, you see. And I always have apples. I always have apples in the house. And at some point uh, this time, not this time, just gone, but at this time I'm going to talk about right now, 
um, one of them got knocked and had gone rotten. And I was like, great. And, you know, like I said before, like if a potato goes funny, uh, it'll spoil the entire bag. This happened to the apples as well. So I was like, oh, great. So checked them all out. And only once had a little bit of mold on it. I thought, that's no problem. You know, washed it, cleaned it, cut off the bit that was moldy. thought, this is okay. Because you know when, like, bread goes moldy, you just pick off the mold, you'll be fine. Unless, of course, you are allergic to penicillin, which I wouldn't recommend doing. Um, I'm not, so it's okay. And uh, so I was like, okay, so did all that. And um, I bit into the apple, because I wanted an apple. That's the only reason I discovered the apple was, I had a moldy apple on my hands. I bit into it and it tasted like really, really moldy. It's like, oh, this does not taste good. I'm assuming that you can't just clean it off. I'm assuming that it just all circulated, all the germs had circulated in it. And I was like, okay, I may have made a mistake here. I obviously wasn't thorough enough when I did uh, a rescue mission on this apple. So I was like, okay, this is not good. Obviously, by this point, I'd already eaten a, a significant amount of the apple. I'd say a substantial amount of this apple. And I was like, oh, great so uh then i was like right whatever it's happened now went off my day and then my stomach really blew up i was like oh dear i do not feel good and at that point i realized that i was slowly fermenting i was fermenting my own body from a rotten apple i was like good here we go this is not be fun and you know there's the thing is with the human body we've got like a couple of places where well like like extra gas and fluids and you know that when it got a couple of ways and come out it come up through the top or through the bottom and unfortunately it came through the bottom so basically i was rather than like producing some sort of hipster cider i was just producing uh smelly farts brought on by a rotten apple and uh yeah that's not, it was not good it's not good i don't think how on earth were you supposed to get from cider to that not from that time then obviously but i'm saying as a general rule who decided, or like, I'm going to ferment all these apples and I'm going to drink them. That happened at some point. It's crazy that someone had that idea. It's like, oh, I like the way it feels in my, in my brain. Yeah, I feel all crazy. Yeah. You know? And, the, you know, if you think that's mad, think about the person who decided to ferment potatoes. Oh, let's, let's ferment potatoes and make vodka. What? These people are just crazy. And um, unfortunately, like I said, the potatoes, it's not actual excrement. So I don't know how on earth they got to the point where they thought, oh, I can make some vodka out of that. Um, cider, I can understand, because at least at some point an apple is kind of sweet and nice to eat. Oh, that rhymed. That's nice how that rhymed there, wasn't it? You're welcome. You may use that today if you so wish. Um, anyway, I'm waffling on here. Um, so I'm going to play another song uh, to play me out. So um, I've actually written this down because it's uh, not an, it's not an English title. Um, so I'm obviously going to mess up the pronunciation of it. Um, this is a song by uh, an artist, artists, I don't know, called Springtide. They're from Japan. And uh, it's from their album, uh, Sounds Strange, Weird, but Unmistakably Romantic, Volume 1. Already you're thinking, this sounds amazing. And the song's called Sora no Ira no Kuruma. Again, I definitely butchered that. But this song is just epic. Just think of this as like the uh, the last part of the show. The credits are about to roll. And uh, yeah, it's just epic. There's nothing really I can say about that apart from it's just an amazing song. Uh, details for this song can be found on the show notes and also on the Man in a Room website. And uh, yeah, so uh, I'll catch you all again next week. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for indulging me. 
and uh, I'll be back again next week slash next year. Oh, what a great joke that is uh, for another episode of this. So until then, this is me saying goodbye. It's some guy you've never heard of, in a room you've never been in. 
For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.